Hey guys, and welcome to Vitatainment, a show about creators and the insights into their mindsets, hosted by your very own Viviana E. Gill. On today's podcast, we touch on topics like vegan stereotypes, why we should just do it, and our guest's personal inspirations. With us today is a gluten-free vegan couple straight out of LA, being chefs by day and DJs by night, working with some big companies like Coca-Cola and Lakers, sharing their plant-based more on all social platforms. With us today is Jesse and Mike. So plant-based more. Let's let's start there. I want to know where the name came from, though. I can I can um I can already guess. <laughs> yeah. I think definitely um for us we started becoming vegan as um out of love. And not only our love, but I think the love for animals and love for um the community that we fell in love with just um going to events and just yeah, just becoming obsessed with the idea that we could actually make an impact, you know, even if it's a small impact, because it's plant seeds into different people's lives and, you know, help them learn and, and be educated about the benefits of eating a plant-based diet and living a more vegan lifestyle. Exactly. And for like the amor part, like we could have just done plant-based love, right? But we had to say and translate it to amor because it, you know, we're trying to also represent ourselves, which we are Latino, Latinx, you know, so we added amor at the end. That's so beautiful. Where, um, where are your descendants from? So your families, like, where are they born? So my dad is actually a full Guatemalan, and my mom is um, Mexican-American. So um, about third generation, I think my grandma was actually born in, uh, in Colorado. My dad is from Zacatecas, Mexico, which is, uh, you know, a big state in the northern, northern middle part of Mexico, a lot of farmland there. So he grew up on farm, farm life, and I experienced farm life as well. And my mom is from the city, Mexico City, Distrito Federal, and so she's completely different, right? City life and farm life. Wow, that's, that's really beautiful. My, both of my parents and I actually were all from Guatemala. My, my stepdad, he is from Guerrero, Mexico. So even, you know, always having bilingual parents at home, but mostly Spanish, I'll be very honest. So in the process of transitioning your culture and bringing your brand and your plant-based um, experience to, to social media, at what point did you realize you know, this message needs to be shared with the rest of the world. Yeah, I think just um, sharing it from my personal page on DJ Mike Sincere and just seeing the reaction from people. Because we were vegan for about, I think about six months before we started the plant-based and more program. I mean, a program, <laughs> uh, social media. And um, yeah, the platform just pretty much just grew organically. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to do this to become um, influencers or like superstars, you know, something like that. You just wanted to have fun with it. And that's kind of how it was. Yeah, you know, um, it became, became the, the blog it is today. And like you were saying, we wanted to allow people to know that 
you know, we experienced that transition those first six months and we felt so amazing, right? Yeah. Like health was so much better, like even cured a lot of illnesses that we had. So we kind of felt like, wow, we should, we should share information. Should like, them, yeah. yeah, knowledge is power. So yeah, I think that, that, that six month was kind of like a trial period to make sure that, you know, because, you know, I like to see everyone's perspective. Um, and, and I tried all different diets. So I tried vegetarian, pescatarian, and nothing impacted me the way that, that, that a vegan diet impacted me. I just really felt so clean every single day. I felt so light, um, especially now that we're eating a more whole food plant-based diet and we're eating a lot less uh, processed foods and a lot less, actually we don't even really use oil at all anymore. And we just, we air fry things if we have to. And salt is, we don't even own iodized salt art. We, I think we just have like um, Himalayan, Himalayan sea salt. salt. And celery it. salt. And celery salt, yeah. yeah so. Celery salt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that? I, I've never heard of celery salt before because I use Himalayan and I have yeah. a four ounce uh, mason jar and it lasts me forever. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really does. So what is uh, celery salt? Do you guys make that yourselves? No, we actually consume a lot of celery. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot we of celery. Could we should be it. sponsored by celery. I know we probably could make salt, but no, we bought it as like a little spice. And what it is like, um, it's the celery juice, and then dehydrated, and it crystallizes to a little salt crystal. She's a little scientist. <laughs> she knows these things. I I try to learn off of Wikipedia, but it's not always correct, you know. So when you introduce, I'm guessing you started. Uh, you yourself were influenced by the plant-based diet. Did you decide to move some of your content from your from your DJ in gigs yeah. to a plant based uh, social media account? Was there any pushbacks? What What was that process like for you? Um, I think from from my DJ page was it was a lot of internal things in my head. Like you know, people are gonna like brand me differently. Am I gonna get uh, turned down by certain gigs because they're a non vegan company? You know, and and for me, it's a big deal because I, I make a lot of money off of brands that are not fully vegan, you know, but I saw it as a way, this is an opportunity because I'm, I'm here DJing for Coca-Cola, I'm DJing for Microsoft, I'm DJing for um, for Google, like all these huge companies like, you know, that need somebody to like, be like a, like a middleman, you know, like, okay, well, I DJ for you guys, but still I'm over here with a vegan life, you know, vegan all day, but I still want to be able to like, if you guys have a vegan product coming out or if you have a new, um, like food product or an a event. brand. Yeah. Like an event. I think a good uh, example is like, you know, the Lakers, right? You voice your opinion and your thoughts about, Hey, we should have a vegan food truck at the Lakers yeah. game, at the Laker games. And they totally were like, yeah. And now they have multiple food trucks with vegan options for games. And Lakers are sponsored now they're by sponsored Beyond, Beyond Me. That is it's one of our partners. That is yeah, so. I bet you people line up at those places a lot more in the end of the day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They run out. <laughs> Plant power, fast food, their, their food truck. Mm -hmm. They would come to all of our South Bay games and so much fun. In between, in between that transition and your transition, was there any myth myths that you've realized that you you broke, like you debunked yourself? What have you done to you know show people the truth? 
because yeah. I, at least I believe there's a lot of misconceptions around every industry. Definitely. And in your guys' industry, like, I, I like to hear those myths that you guys have debunked yourselves or yeah. have, have shined a light on for others. So I'm, I'm curious about that. So, um, hope my mom's not watching. This is embarrassing. No, it's not uh, embarrassing. Not embarrassing. <laughs> no, but um, it's hell. It's, 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 it's hell. It's a taboo. You know, we don't like to talk about sex and, you know, male parts and all that stuff. But I think that that was a myth going into it that, you know, like soy boosts your um, estrogen levels and you can't eat certain foods or if you don't eat meat, you're not manly enough. And definitely, I could tell you that for a fact that no other herb or vitamin that I ever took in the past has ever worked as good as eating a plant-based diet. Because, you know, a lot of it has to do with blood flow. So the better your blood flow, your, your flag will be raising high. <laughs> I want to hop onto that topic yeah. um, because health is not just it's not just one category it's like mm -hmm. oh you know i'm healthy like i have normal levels of sugar and glucose mm -hmm. in my in my in my system but we're when we're talking about those um at least from my knowledge of the non-plant-based diets they have high saturated fats cholesterol mm -hmm. and those things not only just clog up our regular arteries the ones yeah. that flow blood to our hearts and the rest of our of our body but then it goes and influences the rest of our body parts that should serve their basic function and, yeah exactly and as of recently statistics do say that a lot more people have been using exterior pills and mm -hmm. all these things to try to you know help out but they're just looking at the final result they're not looking what's inside of my body that's yeah. causing this issue what what about you jess i think like a oh the myth that's right <laughs> um, or the sexual health, I, uh, which we can talk about all that. <laughs> yeah. Between women and men, I believe we all experience different um, different changes in our bodies. Um, for for myself, there was a time where I actually I've experienced a lot more mental clarity, and that allows me to be more in touch with my intuition, with yeah. my womanhood, with my feminine power and that yes. can influence not only my family relationships you know um my friends the people mm -hmm. who i interact with but also my partner you know mm -hmm. exactly um i think definitely there's some things that we're doing now just to like learning which products affect us the in the best way possible so i think that now like in our smoothie bowls we add maca root and maca root is a natural aphrodisiac I'm sure you know already and also helps balance your hormones so not only in the sexual department but just in um, overall you're always just you're balanced you're you're centered and, and that's what's important to um, always be centered and and it just helps out a lot and what else helps um, every, I think like just being in general whole whole food plant-based is what we're trying to um, you know, eat more of, and yeah. that allows, like you were saying, mental, mental wellness, sexual clarity wellness, is important. clarity, all that. Yeah. And I guess going uh, talk, or off of that, my mom, another myth, for example, is like parents or family members being concerned that you are malnourished, right? You're oh, weak. Oh, yeah. And um, like 
to this day, my mom's like, are you sure you're not experiencing headaches? Are you sure? I'm yeah, like, I'm like, no, perfectly fine, mom. I'm fine. Like, she thinks it's so normal to have a headache. And no, it's, not. It's, it's reversed. We're it's sick. like, no, it's not normal to pop an aspirin every day, you know? And yeah. it should be normal to drink celery juice every day. So, like, myths like that, like, trying to deconstruct with our parents is kind of hard, but I'm sure you've experienced where we have to have those conversations with familia and friends of how, you know, these myths are actually not fact. And then another thing really quick that um, I thought my gum disease, uh, gingivitis, periodontitis was never going to be cured. And they will tell me that you're going to have this for the rest of your life. Your, your gums are your teeth are going to fall out by the age of 30 if you don't do this procedure, this um, antibiotic, this and that. And I actually went through with one of the antibiotics and I spent about a couple thousand dollars and it did help for, you know, for six months or whatever. But, you know, the, the main thing is I got away from the acidic foods. I, I didn't drink coffee anymore. I didn't drink, you know, um, hot tea every day. And yeah, just hot beverages in general. I, I stick to room temperature, water, and I mean, lemon from time to time in it. And I floss and brush with regular uh, non-fluoride toothpaste and they always push, you need fluoride toothpaste, you need this. So I think that's another myth that we're starting, it's not really vegan related, but it's, health. you know, health related. And I feel like people need to really, to um, to educate themselves on what they're putting in their, in their body, not just in food, but with products. So that's what we've been really like focusing on now is now educating people that you don't need to buy Clorox bleach. You can use uh, baking soda and vinegar you can use more uh, holistic, natural um, products. Like you don't need to go to the store and, and buy $10 um, organic and this and that. Like you can make your own at home. Correct. And I think there was, there was something that you said that really, um, that sparked a question in my mind, but I believe it will come back around. Okay, cool. At least for myself, when you know we start introducing new topics in our lives, everything starts re unveiling itself. You know, it's like uh, you open a book and you start getting deeper and deeper into the pages, and you're you become more passionate. So, what is something that you guys are like both currently super excited about? Like, this is something that you know. I know you're sharing a bit more, but like, what yeah. what is it that you guys are just like? This is. This has just got me going. Like, I'm, I'm so excited to learn more about this or, yeah. you know, embark in this journey. I think definitely just becoming more um, influential to people and to have more to offer. To not just be a, you know, a vegan chef for her and, and me, uh, a foodie blogger. You know, I want to be, we watch videos of, of even like non-vegan people that, that do really cool stuff. We're like, all right, well, you know, we can go on Twitch. We could talk about, you know, our DJing. We could actually DJ. We could cook. We could do, you know, multiple things. So I think that uh, touching people on, on a digital platform and, and doing more video stuff instead of just like posting pictures and doing Instagram stories, I, I feel like mm -hmm. there's a different platforms that we haven't really gotten into. And it's been bringing a lot of passion uh, for us because now it's like, all right, this is a new adventure. This is something we haven't embarked on. Like we never used Twitch before, so that's like the next thing mm -hmm. for us to to get into. Are you guys gamers? Do you guys have, he says he's never used Twitch, but I mean, yeah, never play games. See, I'm I'm more of the video game person, but um, 
we're gonna yeah we're gonna go into it more like the lifestyle and, and music so like yeah, we've seen a, a lot of djs like you know on there uh, but yeah video games like she has to like calm me down because i, I want to buy like every system and every game i'm like all right <laughs> we got bigger especially right now during this covid like i haven't been djing and like her too and that that's our major like money maker you know so we have to be very smart with our money and this has really been a reality check on like we only need the basic necessities in life you know we don't need to go eat out at all these vegan restaurants every single day we can cook our own food we can buy in bulk like and i think that that's very important to share like we want to do more videos on that for our youtube and twitch just like talk about how you can save money you don't need to buy all these like like i know like beyond meat's cool but it's gonna cost you like a few dollars and impossible meats like or like eight dollars or something like that right. you can make your own patties with beans and yeah and grains you know Taking down to the basics right down to down the basics yeah to the basics like uh for myself um i tell people you know you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on all these processed uh you know products they're good for transitioning you know you know someone mm -hmm. Let's just say you have a partner that isn't plant-based and you want to help them transition or your family members or those friends that would have never guessed that's vegan, you know, <laughs> or obviously you can make super basic meals and like meal prep on like on a, on a budget and yes. figure out a way to kind of get yourself through that. And with Twitch, I do, I do understand what you're saying, kind of expanding on more platforms. I yes. believe this pandemic, what it has does ha has done has definitely pushed all of us in a new technological era. Yeah. You know, there's an era of technology, but now companies are implementing, like for example, you know, through Zoom or whatnot. And yeah. people have to do everything not in person anymore. And that not only saves us time, but we're actually in a positive light. I think we're saving money on emissions and, you know, though we're using um, electric use i think just the new way of thinking of technology and how we can utilize it to advance humanity can yes. definitely definitely advances in an era where just think beyond everything we have ever known and how we can all communicate and share that linked information and hopefully in a more transparent um and transparent way that actually brings factual evidence because i think with social media nowadays it can be a little bit scary yeah, you know, yeah. how do you how do you guys combat information that's not truthful that can be out there like do you guys yeah. focus your energy on it or do you try to combat it like what do you guys do you, do you guys deal with that i think definitely like well like for me like i take everything with a grain of salt like if i see like like some type of um article not even an article that you know like everyone does like those like memes like this um like wearing masks is um it very harmful for you to wear it over time and i'm like all right well that sounds interesting but let, let me take that with a grain of salt you know like like even like like for me with the mask situation like i wear my mask when i when people if they feel uncomfortable if they ask me to wear my mask i will wear my mask this is out of um the courtesy but if I'm able to be free among people that don't have masks, and I'm, I am not gonna wear masks, you know? And, and that's just like my personal thing right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like the healthiest you can be is boosting your immune system as much as you can and getting yeah, as much oxygen 
yeah, more than ever. And, you know, going outside, doing breathing exercises, like, like strengthening your breathing and, and, and getting more grounded with nature. And especially that, like now that we're not so, um, we're not so social, um, like touching and hugging and, you know, and yeah. with other people, I think it's really important to like, go outside <laughs> to go outside like if you're, if you're hiking like you don't really have to wear a mask unless like someone's right next to you like yeah. okay that, yeah. i'll throw it on real quick you yeah, know if we see I someone agree. walking towards us we'll like be you know yeah. respectful towards them and, oh 100 and cover up but like he's saying and what i think you're trying to say is we need to do our homework on these like you know article little yeah. clippings that we see on social media we need to read the article read and see the the, re the sources they use for yeah. their um, um, annotations because even I myself have posted something and then later on I'm like oh shoot I have to take it down because this is completely yeah. not what it's meant to be like, but it. we're already catching flack well like especially for us like going to the gym not wearing a mask like we're already catching flack like people are hitting us up like why aren't you wearing a mask we have it's, we have infections in our gym like something like that like I'm like all right well you know what like if I feel the need to wear a mask, I will wear a mask, like 100%. You know, if there's an infection, I will wear a mask. You know, if I felt any symptom, if I felt like a like a tickle in my throat, if I saw like like sneezing and like, and like um, ha having a fever, you best believe I ain't going to the gym. I'm gonna work out at home, you know, but until then, I feel completely healthy. You know, we've been around other people and I feel like it's kind of like, if you're not exposed to bacteria, you know, you're actually more prone to get sick. Like if you wear hand sanitizer all day, every day, you, you don't touch any germs. Like you don't, we need germs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Actually, so. our, one of our, besides our biggest organ, which yeah. is our, our skin, mm -hmm. you know, everything that surrounds our entire unit, um, we're primarily made out of water and bacteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is quite- We came impressive. from bacteria. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> we came from bacteria. and. It does remind me, um, we're talking about bacteria and gingivitis. I myself grew up and I have tons of like old style cavity feelings. Yeah. They me told too. me you <laughs> have the worst mouth ever. Like yeah. you were going to lose all your teeth. Like you oh, are just yeah. prone to cavities. You're yeah. like, I've had two root canals. So painful. By one too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sucks. they're the worst. And they're expensive. And they're expensive. And <laughs> I, the, the first one that I got done, it was from a practitioner, like, yeah. like in training. And hey. I was oh literally my. like that person in the chair, like the total nightmare, like jolting oh, my bodies and my legs, <laughs> kicking around because they were hitting the nerve. Because yeah. they weren't, they didn't know what exactly they were doing. Oh I laugh now. At the time, I cried every single time I had to go back to the dentist. Three years ago in March, I went vegan and I used to be addicted to dairy. Like cheesecake yeah. was a reason why I didn't want to go plant-based. Damn. And, <laughs> and I went vegetarian like seven years ago and yeah. you would have thought, you know, maybe I would have figured it out by then, but addiction is addiction. I was addicted to dairy. Yeah. Once I let go of it, every or any dentist appointment i have gone back not a single cavity wow dairy is incredibly acidic mm -hmm. and all the horrible bacteria that is in there affected 
my gums and my teeth and it was literally rotting me out and um though i didn't necessarily like i was at a stage of my vegetarian diet where i didn't drink milk directly Mm -hmm. i didn't purchase cheese like i just had it in you know like other things like cookies and baked goods um i still experienced all the side effects and because i consumed it effectively i had i had a lot of uh enamel issues and such so i can relate to you when it comes to that um and I'm very thankful that I made steps to say peace out to, I call it cow oh, yeah. milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. No more cow <laughs> That's a good way to say cow it. Literally what it is. Now. I'm like, you're, would you say, <laughs> I don't have to explain this. You know, yeah, yeah. it's disgusting. It's really no, it gross. Is. <laughs> so <Nah>. um, <laughs> moving on. So where do you see yourself moving in your guys' career together? Or um, I am actually kind of interested in, because I personally really wanted to chat with you guys because I yeah. admire your relationship. I admire your partnership. I admire your unity. I think uh, individuals like hold themselves strong and then mm-hmm. they can hold another person strong. You build a foundation in your relationship. How you guys do that, by the way, I think it's absolutely admiring. I think you guys are beautiful. I just want to say that. Thank you. How do you, what do you guys see yourselves moving on in your career? you know like pursuing forward based off maybe mistakes that you've made in the past like how do you yeah. progress forward because life is about progression you know yeah. using those those you know tribulations that we've gone through in the past to look forward ahead that's that's what i'm interested in yeah i think just becoming um obsessed with failing like we need a to be obsessed with failing like we need to just do everything that we're scared of and just keep wanting to fail like i mean you don't want to fail yeah but you want to learn and the only way you're going to learn is by failing so so not be afraid to fail yeah, yeah. you gotta become friends with it like it's going to happen regardless mm-hmm. and i think that's what actually held us back from our youtube yeah. the, the most was like damn like are we good enough like is this editing good enough is this good enough like who cares just do it so we're at that stage now. We're just like, all right, well, we're going to start posting on our on our timeline more often. Um, we're going to spend less time interacting because, you know, I would love to interact with every single person. But if it's going to take up two or three hours of my day, I'm probably not going to do it. But if it's someone that's like transitioning to, like to be vegan and they reach out to me for help, of course, I'm going to help them out. Because, you know, like that's that's, mm-hmm. that's where it's we're, at. We're and I think that like taking this DJing thing to, an, to the next level and actually maybe in the future doing our own vegan events and bringing in our favorite vendors and our friends, our influencer people like, like together and just um, mainstreaming veganism. Like that's what I want, that's our goal. And it's, it, it, it's slowly happening. Like you see some advertisements on TV, like for like Field Roast or um, Gardein or Light life. Light life. We saw a light life commercial on the on TV at the gym. And I was yeah. Like, oh, we like out here. Okay, veganism is really getting into these souls. Okay. We are out here, and I think that being in LA. You have to turn off the other TVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And just being out here in LA, and like the hardest place to make it, you know, and being able to like break through already, is a blessing because it it just shows that like what I was saying earlier, like you, you have to just know, like know how to get through those failures and 
you know, like maybe like our first picture got like a few likes, you know what I'm saying? Like we were like, oh, like, is it good enough? And we like probably deleted it right away, you know? And yeah. now it's like, you know what? We don't care <laughs> if it's one like, if it's two likes, or if it's a million comments or just one comment, you know, it's not a really about that. It's just about being consistent. And people also see the authenticity, just being real with, um, with, with our brand or with who we are. We want that to show through our videos. We want that to, sh to show through our DJing. We want to just, you know, be like also represent the, the Latinx culture that she was talking about, you know, like bringing that little flair to veganism, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't really see like too many no like we were talking about this the other day but you know like we don't see a lot celebrities of, you know no vegans mostly predominantly you know they're white and so yeah. when we made plant-based for more i mean with my vision i was like wow like we need to get the latinos in here because yeah. if anything our people are like really suffering health-wise oh. with um you know our culture's diet within our different cultures within latino latinx communities and so like he's saying like we need to rise to the occasion and become you know, an influence to our community as well. Yeah, I think a leader, you know, that's where it is. Like, I don't like the word influencer. No, no. I like the word being a leader mm -hmm. and also um, becoming a, a friend to everybody. Yeah. You know, I think that's where we are. Like, we're not influencers, we're, we're friends. Yeah. We just happen to have a lot of friends on Instagram. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, like, we're not, <laughs> we're a friend of the community, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important to like, don't hold yourself on a pedestal like that you're better because you have, you know, 5,000, you know, 10,000, 100,000 followers. It's not about the number. It's about what do you offer? And also like, what is your impact? What is your passion? Like, are you really, are you really for the movement? You know, like we just went to our first like, like pig vigil and no, no, yeah, it was pig vigil. And, and we're both like super scared to do it. We never experienced it, we'll watch it on people's pages of like, is this like the way we want to go? And we're like, you know what? The more outlets we have and the more exposure that we're giving to it, I think that's going to blow up. Yeah, blow up the cause. Yeah, blow up the cause. And, and, and that's what's important because like maybe someone will be more impacted by seeing that pig in, in that truck than by seeing my burger. They're like, oh, well, I like real meat. Well, how about your this pig that you see right here? that's looking into my eyes and connecting to my heart, you know, and, and us tearing up, like, mm -hmm. that's what's going to impact, you know, people. Um, yeah, it, it takes different outlets to impact or be in, an influence on people. After that pic visual, I know, of course, I posted the experience and everything. And I had someone like reach out to me saying, Oh, my gosh, I'm never eating nope. meat again. Like, I can't believe I just saw you posted that. And then I'm like, wow, just like me posting one video, yeah. you know, change someone's mind, a lifestyle, that's, heck yeah, I'll do it, you know? Absolutely. Like, people's stories, their realization. I, I've been working slowly. I, I believe in his, I believe in his silver lining, which is where I want to eventually, um, I'll, 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 that's, a, that's a hint towards the end of this conversation. Yeah. But I believe in his silver lining um he actually he inspects slaughterhouses for a living and he's been telling me viviana i want to go vegan but he doesn't he says the word vegan but i'm sure i mean there's no eliteness to veganism 
I think yeah. I would just properly say he wants a plant-based diet because yeah. he's caring about his health. He's like, right. I feel my chest heavy. Like he's starting to feel the repercussions of consuming animal products. And imagine it's kind of like eating a lot of food and you're already stuffed, mm -hmm. but you're already 15 minutes past that stuffness. So in about 15 yeah. more minutes, you're going to be really stuffed. <laughs> and that's kind of how it is about with food and the way that we consume things. If you're already feeling those side effects now, imagine what it's like 10 to 15 years down the road, you know, yeah. having um, people in our families. I'm not sure about you guys that have like even passed away from like health issues. And that's all down the line of years of consumption of certain certain things. And in, my, in this case, I would say it's um, animal um, based products into the body and hearing people's just curiosity and saying, I want to change. I just don't know how. And they go mm -hmm. to you because they're just wondering, you know, if you're able to do it, we're the same. We're basically, you know, we're all just humans, sentients living on this planet Earth. Yeah. How does it make a difference? You know, that's um, earthlings is what converted me into veganism. Actually, mm -hmm. um, I was eating way too many eggs. And yeah. one day I just felt my chest super heavy and I questioned eggs. I'm like, what are, what are eggs? Like, yeah. I, I already mm -hmm. knew it. Like I had watched the documentaries in the past, mm -hmm. but it hadn't clicked. And Earthlings did that for me, and mm -hmm. I can never look. I can never go back. Absolutely, that's not. awesome. Wow, my goodness. Yeah, we still haven't gotten through like ten minutes of that one. Or yeah, what's the other one? A Dominion. Dominion, I can't. It's just so much. It's so powerful, and. But you guys got guts. You went in to. Yeah. You 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 fed the pigs. You got to see it first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Got to see for Yeah, I think that for people. I feel like everyone, of course, needs to see that, the dark side of it. They need to see that. They yeah. need to see their uh, throats being slit, them in cages. They need to see that. And for me, it's just more like, I've seen it all, but I literally can't watch a movie on it. Like, I can't, like a whole document, I can't. It's just like 50 yeah. minutes. I could watch like 10 minutes of every animal, and I, I found those on YouTube, but like it's, I cry so much, like it's it's so painful. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that if anyone could just bear to just watch like five minutes of that, that's all it will take. Because we're all compassionate when we're born. You know, we can, we're all like petting you know, like um, dogs and cats and like, Definitely. we don't want to harm nothing, you know? And I, I feel like now that I watch TV and, and I see these commercials and and I realized that wow, like every commercial is there to make you sick. Like all I see is alcohol commercials. All I see is hot dog commercials. All I see is like medicine. Medicine. Like yeah, you can cure your um. What like what's it? Was it um was like psoriasis with yeah, this psoriasis. pill, and then like the side effects were like heart attack. Yeah, like yeah. All this other Those stuff. tend to recommend another pill for the side effects. That's yeah. what people right. end up with. A yeah. cabinet full of drugs exactly. and as someone who suffered from like eczema whole yeah. life like vegan you know lifestyle completely changed that so and being more cautious of like what you consume not only did i have to transition into veganism i had to give up gluten because that was what was triggering my eczema yeah she has a really bad sensitivity to uh to gluten i don't know about now because we haven't really tried it for a crazy while. thing I've been adding cilantro to our diet. Um, you know, cilantro is a great herb for detoxing metals out of mm -hmm. the gut. And 
it has allowed me to have a little gluten has allowed him to have a little oh um, for me to have a little soy i'm sorry i'm also have a soy allergy and allows yeah. him allowed him to have a little gluten as well and he couldn't yeah. have it before without having major issues i had it four times i had no reaction i had it the, the fifth time i went in like i ate everything that wasn't of course i had like, like i'm not some, holding back today <laughs> i'm not holding yeah. back and, and, it, and it backfired because i was like all right well you're not fully healed guy like I gave you a <laughs> you can have samples of things. You can't eat an entire gluten meal yet. Yeah. So um, I'm not fully healed, but I'm definitely on, on the road to being healed. Mm. At least you guys are doing it together. That's powerful. You know, like that's that's where I get back at. You guys are yeah, powerful yeah. together. I love it. You got each other's back. So what are some great resources that have helped you along the way? One of the very first resources that we found were um, uh, Charlie, Charlie Fife, uh, Charlie's Brownies, you guys may know him mm-hmm. as a, Charlie the Brownie Man. Mm-hmm. Um, just like seeing what he has done for the community, him being vegan, I think for like seven years now or eight years now. And I think it's eight. Eight I, years I now, yeah. In his story yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So I think just, just seeing what he's doing and just like making it veganism like so much fun. Like he just, mm-hmm. he has his. He blends his smoothies. He, he does like, he goes to restaurants and supports people. Um, that was what got me like started like, well, maybe like this thing is pretty cool. Like, let's try this out. Like, this is <laughs> like, like seriously, like it like, just kind of reinstated. Instead it. of just being like, oh, another vegan, he kind of put like, kind of like a, like a trend, like, oh, vegan is cool. Like, yeah, have yeah, a party, yeah. vegan AF party <laughs> event, you know? And that's what like, what we're trying to be about as well is like to put yes there's this you know the suffering and oppression of animals yeah but also like you if once you become vegan you are completely you're cutting off from um you know contributing to that Mm -hmm. so it is like a way of celebrating as well i think with food and like people's like-mindedness yeah and just the entrepreneurial spirit that he has that definitely influenced us like we actually um yeah just like the DJing and all these vegan events, like, and then also like, actually, we DJ his Halloween party, and you were there, right? Yep. Halloween party, so that was lit. That's when we met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when we met. That's actually. Yeah. That's actually. See, if it wasn't for Charlie. Just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was uh, having this. This. A kombucha um, or something. Uh, either a kombucha or this patty thing, or I had to just order it. Oh, something. And either you took a picture, someone took a picture of me, and then we were just chatting for a moment. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the DJ. And that's yeah. so cool. I was like, that's so wicked. And before we yeah. knew it, I, I loved that party for the main reason that I didn't realize there was a community. There was, it's more than just, you know, farmer's market community. It's like, yeah. there's yeah. real people that, in a sense, get down. Like, that party was <laughs> Yeah. so much fun and that is how to get past just a trend like let's yeah. let's just all hang out have a fun time yeah. cruelty free i mean yeah how how much better could it really get yeah, i you think know? that like growing up there's like a stigma like oh yeah if you're vegan you're a tree hugger and you eat salad every day you eat salad something. yeah you eat salad every day no, we never eat salad. you're boring like you don't do anything <laughs> fun like you don't party mm-hmm. i feel like that needs to be stopped immediately because that is not 
what we're doing. And I think that we already broke that barrier. I mean, it's, it's already broken and that stigma is pretty much gone. Um, yeah, I think it is. I mean, whoever has social media, they're able to see yeah, it. Yeah, of course. It's gone. Yeah. Um, and then I think for a second person is uh, definitely uh, Donnie, uh, vegan as fuck. Him going to these vigils and, and, and also him doing the, um, the vegan first bite to oh, uh, Charlie. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That was, you guys, yeah, that you was guys so hopped much. on that. That's, I love that vegan first mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. Like those vitamins that you shared. Um, where oh, did yeah. you purchase them? We got them at the uh, Walmart neighborhood market. Mm-hmm. Walmart neighborhood market. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my more vitamins in that I, I do. I grabbed all my cap non capsule yeah. vitamins and I mashed them in a molcajete. You guys know okay. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And then I put them in a in um in a low container and I scoop that into my smoothies. It's like there you go. The nice. whole thing, you know. That's all you need. I don't have to take mm-hmm. all the all the little I cannot things. Cannot take. Yeah, and then you were like, you got gag reflexes. And yeah. I'm fine with them. It's just like. Oh. Okay. I, I I think like oh so I forgot to take that one. It's like oh, yeah. why can't I yeah. just take them all in one? Isn't that what a I made my own multivitamin mix. That's Put funny. it that way. There you go. Yeah, we we stopped taking them. I think the only one that we that we can't break down is the omega because it's a gel capsule. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that one's easy to take. And that's the yeah, the omega three, which we don't even take every day. We take that like every like three to four days. Yeah, like once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, once a week. Because like, we need so many like seeds. Oh, my seeds and we let yeah, we eat chia, flax, hemp. What else? On a regular basis, yeah. like actually maybe too much, like for the actually. No, I don't think so much. No. Work out. You can never have too many. Yeah. No, no, especially <laughs> seeds. I feel like seeds yeah. are not maybe as bad nuts, as nuts. Nuts can be, you know, detrimental. Yeah, we definitely um, overdid the nuts when we first went vegan. Yes. Our whole bowl was like nuts, uh, cashew, <laughs> walnut, almond. We had every nut, Brazil nut, and then, and then chia seeds, and banana, and blue. We had like a, yeah, our smoothie bowls are epic, but now we kind of like yeah. chilled out on the nuts. We still eat um, <laughs> like the walnuts. We walnuts, yeah. And then raw almonds only if they're on sale. Yeah. But I know they're bad for the bees. So we're, we're trying to cut back on <sighs> almonds because apparently it's a, a battle. lot of it's them a battle every day. die. It's a um, battle because I love almonds. Yeah. Straight up. I <laughs> them die when, when, you know, harvesting almonds. Yeah. I, I, I feel you guys on that. Like mm-hmm. waking up into this whole world, you start seeing more truth around you and you start becoming more curious and that curiosity because it comes from a place of love you want to do better you know that's why i think the people have a misconception like you know just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're a good person as a matter of fact i've met some yeah. really messed up peeps yeah <laughs> so oh yeah you're definitely right. <laughs> so <laughs> it has to do yeah. with your compassion and the way that you want to you want to just not only do better for yourself better for the world and yeah. I think that's beautiful. I, I admire that as well as because I implement, I try my best to implement it into my life and the best we can, you know, um, at least here in the U.S. I always try to remember myself, stay humble. There's places in the world that don't have our resources. Stay yeah. humble. How can we extend this vegan uh, journey to other places in the world? And how can we implement it? How can we bring it in a light that is more accessible or you know, universal, if you may say, and that also has to do with the way that the the way that we source things here and how they affect the places that oh, yeah. produce them in the first place. You know, um, 
I think you guys touched in on fast fashion. Uh, There's a really good documentary on Netflix called The True Cost. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. I recommend it. No, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, It is emotionally driven, but it will it will really give you a good um, it will give you a good perspective on on global impacts that the fast fashion industry really really has on this earth, Um, and that just dives in deeper into the way that we live our lives. and all about consumerism and, and yeah it's just it's a good it's, documentary it's I, tough because it's a double-edged sword because like i work like i dj for these companies like i'm not gonna drop no names but i dj for the probably every big clothing company that is out there you know and they're my main clients and do i agree with everything they're doing oh heck no like exactly what you're saying like the fast fashion i'm i'm sure there's like a lot of underpaid uh, child labor going on um, a lot of these clothes are, are from all over the world, you know, in, 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 in these third world countries. And, and, and it's not fair for us to, to consume, consume, consume when we don't need these things. And then that's probably me and Jesse, like we live a very minimal lifestyle. We don't, we're not, um, the only thing we buy is health products. Yeah, we like, literally buy food we and, consume, and vegan t-shirts. Yeah, we consume <laughs> essential oils Yeah. and, and coconut oil is probably one of our biggest our consumption that we buy for um, my oil and everything no. yeah for the mouth <laughs> yeah for, we do oil pulling oil pulling body um we don't have no lotion we don't own no, no lotion i'm using up my lotion that i've had for a minute <laughs> yeah oh, there you go it's Use like that. bulk stuff i'm like wow I've, I've had this for a long time just trying yeah. to get through it and um i actually i love this topic and i also love how freely open come uh, like open to a diverse amount of conversation it can really bring that makes me think of ways that I can hopefully um, inverting diverting diverting conversations yeah I don't want to I don't want to separate conversations I want to bring people together to talk yeah. about these topics and I think that's amazing and bring forward solutions so I'd like to hear at least two from both of you people who have um, have like directly influenced you and your passion <laughs> I know hers already. Yeah. But but you can go ahead and say Oh, mine is Genesis Butler. Yeah. Like she is so awesome. If you don't know who she is, she is an animal rights activist. Um since childhood she's been vocalizing yeah. her um love for animals and um she has also been on the Marvel Hero Project, which you can find on was it Netflix? Disney Plus. Disney Plus, I'm sorry, Disney Plus. Yeah. And um, as of now, she started her own school called We the People. So oh, yeah. you don't In have Long to go. Beach, to, right? Yeah, you don't have to go to regular so cool. government, you know, school. You can go to We the People school and actually um, learn about the real history of, of America. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Genesis, when you guys are having a um, a school event, hit up your vegan DJs. We gonna DJ rock it. We gonna rock, rock it. Rock that party. <laughs> <laughs> Another person. Um. Oh, you're forgetting somebody. Oh, who? Oh, you? Gaz Oakley. Oh, Gaz Oakley. <laughs> That's oh, like, you? Oh, you? <laughs> Sorry, continue. Okay, Gaz Oakley. Gaz, Gaz Oakley, okay. um, he's from the UK and also a big vegan influencer. I like him because of his chef, school, his chef cooking skills. Mm-hmm. Um, big part of my vegan journey was cooking. Like, that was my outlet. So... 
when it came to learning how to cook vegan food, I had to utilize YouTube a lot. And on YouTube, I found Gaz Oakley and his way, his style, his flair, his yeah. um, knowledge of the language of cooking. It was just beautiful to see that. And that really inspired me to, you know, do my own homework in the kitchen and experiment and find my own recipes as well. I love it. He inspired me to learn how to make ranch at home. And you, Mike? Man, so many. But I know he's not, I don't know if he's vegan anymore, but uh, Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. I love Jaden Smith. Um, him putting his career on hold just to, to give back to the community. And I think he does like a food truck for the homeless in LA. Mm-hmm. And he also gives, um, he builds water stations in, in communities that need clean water. Yeah, Flint, Michigan. And then he has his own water company, right? Uh, yeah. Box Water? No, no. Water Water. What is it called? Box Water? No, no, no. It's not Box Water. Sorry. No, no. Sorry, Jaden. Water. It's blue. I see it in my head. I'm going to go on his Instagram on it. Hold on, guys. But, but we love Jaden because, you know, he, I don't know if you've ever heard his latest album, album but oh, his, his album's he fine. raps about veganism as well. Oh, it's called Just Water. Just there you go. Water. Just Thank Water. You. Just Water. Um, I have a I have a fun question for you guys as, as we as we're closing off here in the podcast. So my main reason for starting this truly was to grow my understanding uh, understanding of how people get through life you know and because life is life is technically simple technically simple and it's not easy we make it complicated you know and we take all these concepts and etc we we make it more complicated than it really needs to be and sometimes we find that through our tribulations we find that silver lining that moment when we had that full realization and now we're in a new groove it's like refining yourself kind of coming out of your own shell a rebirth moment and i'm curious to know like have you guys ever when was that silver lining point in your life and that's my closing question to you silver lining moment okay what was your silver lining see we're both very deep thinkers so that's gonna take (laughs) us a minute to even process I can, but, I can share with you something that like okay. is very yeah, honest. From the age 15 to 21, I went through therapy. Yes. Um, went in and out of mental hospitals, and I experienced uh, a lot of what can be called a severe depression, uh, bipolar mm. disorder, um, mood disorder, anxiety disorder, like all of the mental health issues that one can really like even think about. to a severity and my silver lining moment was when I was 18 and I was in a an emergency room and I had suicidal ideation and at this point there was a couple of years that stuff had already happened it had been really tough and turning 18 soon like I was it was a couple days before my birthday 
I was turning 18 soon and I was going to be transferring to the adult facilities, no longer with the youth, you know, some real kooks, which by the way, did end up happening in the future, but I yes. handle it differently. I was laying down in this hospital bed in the emergency room waiting to be transferred into a hospital and my mom comes in and she takes out the Ziploc bag and shows me three positive tests for pregnancy. She's wow. going to have a baby. And so I have two beautiful little baby sisters that yeah. were 18 and 20 years apart. That moment, I realized that I needed to change. Just more, it, it really did have to be more than just me. Like, yeah. and the fact that I was still alive meant something. It really meant something. Like, I'm here for greatness. And whatever that greatness is, like, it's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And that silver lining for me was I have to keep pushing forward. Like, this is a moment to now prove to myself that I can be the best who I can be so I can be the best older sister, a great influence. That's why I don't absolutely dislike the word influence because I feel yeah. we can really influence those people, influence, positive, yeah. po- people positively around us, at least with great intention. Um, that was my silver lining moment. And it has really powered me throughout um, throughout the couple of years that I've, I've lived ever since and um, has really pushed me to be very open and transparent. And that has allowed me further then to take it easy on myself, you know, mm-hmm. like life is amazing. Life is life is moving forward fast. But, yeah. um, you know, let's take a deep breath. Let's let's really exactly. relax. And once we focus on that gratitude. Whew, yeah, the world is our oyster. Absolutely yeah, beautiful. I could definitely relate to that. Um, I grew up with some mild depression, and I, I've I've had meetings with a psychiatrist as a young kid, and you know I punched the walls. I I yelled. I freaking was like one of the. I, I was the second most misbehaved kid in my elementary school, and to like explain that on a different level, the, the very first kid was like. A straight devil so I was like <laughs> and I was friends with him so we're pretty much devils together and middle school that kind of carried on I feel like elementary you can get away with a lot more stuff because you're a little kid so like I always push the limits about how much can I how much ruckus can I cause and without you know going to jail pretty much and I think the, the silver lining for me was in my high school I think it was my freshman or sophomore year. I think it was freshman year. And, you know, getting away with all this stuff your whole life. You know, I, I got away with stealing in um, middle school. In middle school, And that should have been a silver lining right there. It actually kind of was. Because after that, after that moment, I never stole again. And I got caught on my very first time, which is kind of crazy. I got caught stealing my very first time. And... Yeah, like, I guess, like, being, like, a young boy and always thinking that you can get away with stuff. And, like, my my um, my freshman year, I was uh, tagging up the whole school. And I caused, I think, over 4000 to, like, $5,000 worth of damage. And the, the officer uh, told me, hey, like, 
we're going to take you in. We're going to expel you. You know, that's it. Like your, your high school career is done. You know, you're going to go home. You got to explain this to everybody. We're going to take you in pretty much. And I just cried my eyes out and I just really apologized to him. So I, I never felt more humble in my whole life, like being caught and to really like be being one decision or one reaction away from my whole life changing. Yeah, that was my similar learning. After that, I was like, all right, well, I don't want to be a tiger no more. I don't want to, you know, cause any more harm or like ruckus or like stress on anybody. And after that, I, I was a saint in high school. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Wow. How about for you, Congratulations. Babe? You know, that must have really set your life in a completely different direction. Yeah. Which is why I ask, you know, that that's a breaking moment in our lives. Not definitely. What about you, Jessica? So I guess my silver, I've always um, had a problem with alcoholism. Um, in college, especially, I was a party animal. I hosted parties. I um, did other stuff in high school that led to me being addicted to alcoholism. You know, that party lifestyle can become a slippery slope once you graduate from from high or from college or whatever. And so that became almost a habit was to drink and became a problem, became an addiction. And um, when I was, when we were dating, I was leaving alcohol, but I was still having, you know, problems with slipping back into my life. And I guess my silver lining is when um, I got, I had a drink and once I have one drink, it can, be detrimental or I can have control and at this point I had no control and so my silver lining was actually Mike telling me you know do you want me or do you want alcohol and you know of course I'm not going to choose you know my the person I love and that became my silver lining like wow like he's giving me a chance to you know show him react the real person of who I am because alcohol should not your addiction should not define anyone right yeah. and um so that encouraged me and veganism you know also helped in all that stuff to further go on into my sobriety and become you know overall better person in my health and mental health as well I want to thank you guys for being incredibly vulnerable and sharing with me your story, your guys' journey, your experiences, and your passions, you know. Um, I think all those things collectively make us up and collectively um, attract like minds, you know. And I believe as long as we keep doing that, we, be, we, we stick with our integrity. And that's how we keep those loving people around us. You know, we don't push away those who care about us the most. And um, they, those are the people that are die hard for us, you know, because we show like, I'm here, I'm here for myself and I'm here for you, you know, and then that's how we move forward. So thank you so much for, for that thank moment you. of vulnerability. I appreciate you guys. And um, to have an extra token for our listeners here today, um, where can they find you? You know, how, how, um, how can... How can people find you and um, share, share, share everything you want to know? All right. Well, the platform that I think that we use the most is Instagram. So um, reach out to us on there. Uh, DM us on Plant Based and More. And YouTube, we have a Plant Based and More um, 
else? We have Facebook, but on Facebook we are Plant Based Amores, yes, Spanish. Yes. And um, we just made a Twitch, so that's yeah. also Plant Based Amor. And TikTok, I guess. TikTok, Plant Based Amor. Everywhere, if, uh, Plant Based Amor. If Trump Facebook. allows it, is he trying to cancel t uh, TikTok? So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, TikTok um, is in a little bit of a shaky place. Yeah. yeah. Most platforms yeah. are right now, but we gotta use them for good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. definitely. Um, yeah, if anyone is watching this that, that is becoming vegan or um, transitioning, yeah, please reach out to us and we'll definitely help you out. Beautiful, beautiful. All righty, guys. Well, like I said, thank you so much for showing up here today. And hopefully I can have you guys in, in another segment in the future and, you know, talk a little bit more about those other topics that we were chatting about and yeah. see how we can expand on them and maybe collaboratively find solutions, you know, I think, and spread, mm -hmm. spread more positive awareness um, about you know, your brand and how we can um, influence the world for greatness. Mm -hmm. um, yes. You guys have a wonderful day. Yes, keep killing it, girl. Yes, Do your thing. Girl, we love you. Keep being the queen. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I feel the love already. What a cute and powerful couple. I want to give a sincere thanks to Plant Based Amore for coming on to this podcast today, being my very first guest, and for sharing the story of how they found their silver lining. Make sure to check them out on all their social media platforms. And if you guys liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And I will see you in the next episode of Vitatainment.